welcome to the Worry Less Living Podcast, the place where you can learn to be free from the weight of worry, and when you worry, be better equipped to manage it. I'm Sarah Falk, your coach for a quieter mind and worry less living. Welcome back to the Worry Less Living Podcast, the place where you will learn to cultivate a quieter mind and learn to be free from the weight of worry. I'm Sarah Falk, and I'm so happy to be with you today. Thanks for coming back for episode five. This is part two of environmental stimuli. And I hadn't planned originally to do two episodes on this, but after listening to the first episode, I thought, wow, you just like... (laughs) You zeroed in on the screens and you never left. I did talk a lot about sleeping environment, and so that is going to be expounded upon. But I wanted to come back and just talk a little bit more about environmental stimuli because really this is a huge topic, my friends. And you'll see what I mean when I say Environmental stimuli really is any input. That's huge because we have a number of senses that absorb what our environment is putting out. So if you think about your senses, right? Sight, touch, taste, smell, sound, that... That is a really big topic. So I wanted to share, uh, I just wanted to share a story with you about just more of the changes that I made when I found myself in a place of overwhelm. I was very heavy with the weight of worry and I, I have shared before that I was experiencing panic attacks and it was a place, I was in a place where really I, I did need, I needed medical help and I needed clinical services. Like I needed professional counseling at that point. So if you're at the point where you are literally, you're having panic attacks, you have increased anxiety where it's impacting your daily functioning, it is due time to talk with your doctor and to find a counselor in your area. But if you are just feeling like, no, it's not there. I'm not there. I'm just really weighed down. And I'm really feeling, sometimes I feel scattered and sometimes I feel like I overthink things and sometimes I feel like I'm worrying too much, but I can move on from it or it's not keeping me from daily life. Then hopefully becoming aware of some of these things we're going to talk about today and then implementing some changes, hopefully that will just help move the needle for you. I think that that's really important that, you know, you just really check in with yourself and make sure that, okay, I'm good. I always want to be sure to make the distinction between this is a clinical issue or this is really like with lifestyle changes and mindset shifts, you're good to go. So let's talk about those lifestyle changes and mindset shifts today. And I was in that place, and again, I was in a place where I needed clinical support and medical support, 
But I realized some things. And as far as input goes, any of you who know me personally or if you've followed me or on social media or anything, you may be surprised to hear that I used to love heavy metal music. Now, not the thrasher kind, not like screaming and you can't understand the words, but but heavier. So maybe I shouldn't say heavy metal. Maybe I should just say rock. I, I don't know. But I liked the loud, the the racing drum beats and like... <laughs> So that's what I would listen to on my hour-long commute to work. An hour, a steady flow of this loud, often angry music <laughs> to and from work. And so when I started having the panic attacks and the increased anxiety, I I told you in the last couple of of episodes that I immediately was like, okay, what do I need to change? So I eliminated or all but eliminated sugar and caffeine in my diet because I recognized those as stimulants. And so I thought, okay, I don't need that. Well, then it came to me a little more slowly <laughs> that oh, wow, Sarah, maybe, you know, maybe listening to this kind of music in traffic on an hour-long commute, and, uh, and guys, it was between Chicago and Merrillville, Indiana, and anyone who's ever traveled that area or knows that area will understand that there is perpetual construction there. Like, I, I seriously don't remember a time <laughs> that I've driven through that stretch of highway and did not see an orange sign, cones, work trucks, etc. So it was like construction traffic, heavy rock, and an hour-long commute and you got to be sure you're at work on time. And it's just like all of those stressors compounded. So I had to sit back and kind of recognize like this music is a stimulant. It is a stimulant. Now, do I still enjoy it from time to time? Yeah. I mean, it didn't, I didn't completely change my tastes in music. I do enjoy it from time to time, but it's not something that I'm going to choose to put on while I'm driving through construction traffic for an hour to get to work or the reverse to what decompress to on my way home from work, you know, like that, that just, it doesn't make sense. So as far as, you know, what I can share with you and the changes that I've implemented and can really speak to definitely pay attention to what you're listening to. And it's not just music. It's also what podcasts are you choosing? What audiobooks are you choosing? These messages, it, they go in and they sit there. You know, like these, everything that you bring in 
is something you're going to have to manage. So if you are watching horror films or you're listening to like raging political podcasts or you're you're listening to heavy metal music, like everything, all of those messages are things that are going to have to be managed in your mind. And so if you can consider, okay, this input is something that's going to have to be managed in the same way that the things that we eat, right? We talked about sugar, caffeine. We talked about cannabis. We talked about alcohol and how all of those things impact and increase your cortisol level. And when you are already in a high stress job or a high stress life, and then you're you're adding all of these stimulants to it, your cortisol level is going to increase in the same way our thoughts. And so what impacts our thoughts? The input, your music, your movies, your audiobooks, and conversations. What are people saying to you, right? So this is a whole other topic, talking about toxic people and how that impacts your stress level and how that can increase your worry and nerves and anxiety. So that's another topic, but it's part of environmental stimuli. So considering how do you talk? Are you constantly complaining? Flip the script and stop complaining and start being thankful. And if you've ever tried that before, you know how powerful that is. So again, the input, what are you saying? What are people saying to you? What are you listening to? Smells. What kind of smells are in your area? A lot of people use essential oils now. And honestly, I use essential oils as well and find them very soothing and very helpful. Keeping that in mind, keeping Keeping your environment, again, in mind, what does it smell like? Do you need to freshen it up a bit? Is your laundry detergent or your fabric softener too strong? Does it just aggravate you or stimulate you and you never paid attention to that before? So odors or smells. How about, we talked about this a little bit last time, but colors or decor in your house. If your house is cluttered, all of those piles or all of that clutter is going to be calling out to you <laughs> in a nonverbal way, but it's still input. It's a visual input because you're seeing it and you're remembering your brain is going to be triggered and that stress center is going to be triggered. Oh boy. Oh yeah, I was supposed to do that. Oh, that's stuff I'm supposed to do. In fact, friends, I'm looking at a pile or two right now. <laughs> I should have my podcasting closet door closed so that I don't see it. But I just, you know, those things communicate to us. So what are you seeing? Not just the colors and decor, but are you organized? Is organization maybe something that would be helpful to focus on to help alleviate that stress, that worry. So what about feel? 
I like to think about fabrics. There are certain fabrics that I cannot stand the feeling of. I really don't care for the microfiber sheets. Like they're supposed to be soft, but there's like a little bit of a something in there that I just do not care for. So I don't buy microfiber sheets. I want cotton. <laughs> and so, you know, paying attention to what feels good. Do you have a scratchy shirt on or, and again, these are little things, but all of the little things add up. All of those little things that are going to eventually just increase the, the stress, the worry, the overthinking. And one thing I have adopted as far as clothes, and this has more to do with, yes, feeling, but also sight. What I've taken to consider in my own life and wardrobe is how do I feel in this? When I put it on, do I think, yes, that looks good? Or yes, that feels great. If I don't think one of those two things, then that item of clothing goes. Because remember, everything I said, everything that you bring into your mind is something you have to manage. Well, everything you bring into your home is something you have to manage. So thinking about your clothes in that way, how is this? how does this make me feel? How does it help me? Does it help or hinder? So when I put something on, I think if it's not great, it goes. That's my new mantra here with clothing. If it's not great, it goes. That doesn't include my loungewear. That does include what I'm going to wear when I'm going to be seen by, because we're doing a lot of things virtually right now, but when I'm going to be seen by or be interacting with other people. So if, it, if I don't feel great in it, I'm going to feel a little self-conscious and there's no point to it. Why would I put myself through that? So if it's not great, it goes. And that might be something for your environment that would be really helpful because then you're not going to see stacks of clothes that you're like, eh, do I like them? Do I not? You're not going to be putting things on that don't make you feel good. They're a little tight or a little loose or a little, you're constantly fidgeting or adjusting or it's just a little uncomfortable. If it's not great, it goes between now and next time, why don't you try one of those things? Give yourself the time and space to consider those things, those stimulants in your environment using all of your senses. Pick one to focus on this week and just dive in. Just go for it and then see how it feels. If it feels great, I'm so happy for you. And if you're like, well, I don't really see much of a change, and maybe there are just a number of factors that you need to consider, and this was just one of them. So if you chose something, and if you tried it, I would love to hear from you. You can go to anchor.fm backslash Sarah-Falk, and you can leave me a voice message. And if you want it to be on the podcast please feel free to let me know that you are happy to be on the podcast and I will put you on the show. If you have a question or something you want me to cover, you can leave that message there too. Otherwise, in the meantime, I can be reached at sarahfalkcoaching.com. 
and I've got coaching packages that you can check out there. I've got a Worry Less Living resource page, Reduce Worry. There are podcast episodes, videos, articles, all the things that you could want for more information on living a worry less life. So my friends, I hope that you have got food for thought today and that you'll put something into practice and see how it works for you. Again, I'd love to hear from you and I look forward to talking to you next time. But until then, peace.